on this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, we are hanging out at Super Rica in Winter Park. Watching luchadors fight evil, eating short ribs the size of my leg. This is crazy. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus John Busdecker. And uh, I'm that little lime wedge on the side of your margarita that you're not sure if they put it there with their gloves on or did they use their bare hands. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. You know, Brendan, that, that don't bother me. It does it? I don't really care. You don't think about that? No. Every time I see fruit on my glass, I'm like, oh, what do you think about all the other food hand? that they prepare? You think they're, they're- chefs are different? Servers are dirty. Oh, all right. Well, you were a server, so <laughs> I you was. should know. Because we're like bussing tables. Yeah, and whatever. You're so busy. Maybe helps they're not washing system. their hands your, every time. It helps your immune system. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get that flu again. Who gets more sick, you or me? Me. All right. <laughs> but that's because I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> Here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's bungalow neighborhood. Yeah? Yeah. And... Uh, Today we're in Winter Park. Yeah, we are. We are at Superica. 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 Am I saying that right? Superica. Well, Superica. I'm not going to say you're saying it wrong, but it's not right. All right. <laughs> how, how do you say it? I, Superica. Superica. Yeah, that's there what you I'm go. saying. Okay, Superica. 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 Yeah. Ah. You're saying it like paprika, kind of. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. But it's a Tex-Mex restaurant here on uh, 1792. But not like. Tex-Mex, like, sometimes when I hear Tex-Mex, I think, like, lowbrow. Oh. You know what I mean? This is a little highbrow Tex-Mex. I kind of think it is. It is. Because we just had, we've only had a couple things so far. We had some hot tamales, which were literally tamales that were warm Mm -hmm. in their little uh, sleeping bags made of corn husks. Very good, with the chili gravy side. Which apparently chili gravy is what makes it really Tex-Mex, because they use that a lot instead of salsa in Texas. Uh, they said it took them three days to make this. it's To make the tamales, mm-hmm. yeah, because they got to let the corn masa stuff just sit for a bit, and then they let it sit with the pork and... They get all up in there and cuddle and spoon each other so they taste the same. So that's one thing we had. And then we had these Texas nachos, which are like every nacho is individually prepared. There's like eight chips, but they're big puffy chips with big old hunks of steak on them. And they're, that was fantastic. So good. Mm. I just burped, so I got to taste it again. Mm. Delicious, Mm -hmm. John. And we got more on the way. So we're going to have all the photos up on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. Yeah, and you're going to love it. We're sitting in this kind of VIP area overlooking the main dining room. It's like a second floor. I like it. It's like we're royalty. Everybody's looking up at us. It's very VIP. Oh, they just brought us some queso. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Uh, and then there's like this big projection on the wall, and it's like an old timey luchador like, movie. Yeah, like old Mexican movies. Yeah, like sexy luchadors. <laughs> one guy's bad; he never takes his mask off. And then there's a good guy who doesn't wear. A How mask. do you know? There's no sound on it. Well, I can tell because he's on. looking menacing. And now the bad luchador just climbed in a window, and he's got his cape on and everything, and he's about to do something <laughs> real bad. But it's a cool space here. This is a brand new building. Yeah, I was a little. You know what? I'll be honest. We came here to the opening. I took my friend Justin Stamper, the zombie ex-zombie house flipping host, mm. 
Uh, and it was fun. We had a good time. We got a little crunk, but I didn't know anything. I didn't learn anything about the restaurant. And now that I'm here, I'm already loving it. I love it. No, I was here for lunch one day with uh, yeah. attorney Mo DeWitt, the official attorney of Bungalow or the Bus. <laughs> and your and, boss. And my boss. And uh, yeah, we had lunch here. It was fantastic. So I'm glad to be back. And, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll be I need to come back. back here more. It, it is really good Mexican food. What's Tex-Mex. your week been like, John? Uh, last week, you and I were at Tibby's, which was fantastic as well. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we had a good time. But that night, I went to go see oh, can I tell Marsalis. You, oh, go ahead. Can I tell you, you made me take home the King's Cake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I nibbled on that for way too long. <laughs> I want to say three days. Of, yeah. yeah. It's it a would big be, old cake. It was big. And Tasty, I too. made sure I only had little bits of it, but I'd like <laughs> put it, it out of my finger. <laughs> and when I was, you know, a little stoned, mm-hmm. sitting and playing Baldur's Gate 3, nibbling on this little, like I was a chipmunk. You didn't eat that baby, did you? Uh, no, because they don't put the baby in the cake. I thought you were so stoned that you maybe just I ate, might the have just ate the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even save the baby. No? Oh, I threw it out with the bathwater. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I should have kept it. Anyway, you were saying so, that night so, after yeah, Tibby's. that night I went to go see Wynton Marsalis with my wife. He was at the... Uh, the new Judson. Oh, the jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The he's jazz, a jazz legend, I would say, and uh, he's with his orchestra. Uh huh. But the venue is fantastic. If you if you haven't been, we yet, haven't talked about what you thought of it, right? I love it. No, 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 we haven't because I was only there a week ago. Um, I love it. So it's a it's a new venue inside the Dr. Phillips Center. It used to be a rehearsal space. They turned it into this like jazz club. Yeah, because I they made it as a rehearsal space for local. Pro- for local companies, you know, local theater people. But also touring people. And then they were always people. like, what? We don't need this. Yeah, but also touring people. They were like, you could rehearse oh, yeah. here before you rather, go on stage. And they're like, I'll just go on stage and rehearse. So it was wasted space. It was wasted so space. So they turned it into this, like, gorgeous club. Oh, it's so pretty. That I think sits, like, 150 maybe. Not very many. It's 150 Real per tiny. seating. They do two seatings a night. Mm-hmm. And so I went and saw that. There's a whole lineup of shows. It, it, I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back. I'm a big definitely. fan. Did you... I think I told you when I went, because we filmed a segment for my show there, and, and I learned how to do their lighting design and stuff. I really felt, John, uh, like it needs like a cabaret act, you know? I, I'm sure that would do fantastic. Gosh, like though. if I could sing, I'd want to do like a drag cabaret, like shaking my hairy boobs and people's faces, <laughs> crooning kind of act. I they think might be not so good allow there. that right away. I, th- well, I think they'd be into it. And then I said like a brunch. I actually told I told Kathy Ramsberger, the head honcho, I was like, you need like a drag brunch. And not just like some dumb drag queen like me. Like <laughs> like Jinx Monsoon or something. Like someone who's talented. Who's good at it. Who's good at it. And looks good. And, and you know. I should say maybe they're not ready for you. I shouldn't say they're, oh. that, that you're not going to do it. <laughs> I'm like a big trash. You're just not ready for I'm it. I'm just a big trash bag. But it's, it's a great venue. Uh, go see a show there. Yeah. Support that. But it was good. And then you and I went and saw a show the next night. We saw the queers. We saw the queers. Punk rock band. Can we say that on the air? We just did. (laughs) (laughs) If this is what we get kicked off for, I'm not even going to try to edit it. Seven years. It's been good. Seven years of this crud. But it was a good show. I've seen them a bunch of times. So uh, glad I can see them one more time. I. uh, It was my first time, (laughs) and it was good. Good. Yeah. I didn't stay for too long. That's okay. Their act right before them, the uh, the Raging Nathans, they I actually were thought they were pretty good. They were pretty good too. Uh, that was my vibe. I actually think I was vibing more with them than I was with the with the queers. That's okay. Yeah, which is funny because you think I'd love the queers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What'd you do, Brendan? <clears throat> uh, I hosted Pause in the Park over at Lake Yola Park. Ah. And uh, 
I saw that gumball machine won. Oh, that, that dog should have won. It won, right? I left. Uh, they won one of the categories. They should. They should won every category. Uh, this year, <laughs> we had first, second, third. Who got first? Um, I can't remember. I, just, I saw a photo on social media. It was like a dog. It was like a chihuahua or something. But it was in this like giant gumball yeah. machine. It was oh no! Great. You know who won was this dog. He was like Snoopy, but he was in a plane. Like oh, a I saw that one too. Plane. I saw that one too. And I was laughing because that dog was doped up on CBD <laughs> or something. Like at one point when they dragged them in front of us, you could, his eyes were half closed. He was sitting up like a person in his little plane, like not moving. And I was like, and I said, like, that dog is on the CBD. <laughs> that dog's on the CBD. What did you do to that dog? And then when they brought it up to collect their winning the dog slumped over in its seat. Fourteen years old, oh, just done with just the day. Leave me at home, I just don't leave want to him do this. at home. But his parents were all dressed. His parents, his owners, are all dressed up. Uh, it's fun. That's a fun event. I had forgotten my phone at home, and I was kind of stranded. I had to find somebody I knew to, to use give their you a phone. Ride. Oh, to take photos? No, to call Scotty to mm. come pick me up. Should I just call them collect. I, I don't know his number. It had to be someone who I knew who also knew him. You could have walked home. It ain't that far. I could. It wasn't that bad. Were you and in I, heels? Uh, no. Thank oh, God. Thank far. God they were not wanting me in drag. Cause I, can you imagine being stranded without a phone downtown in drag? No. I'd be molested. <laughs> I'd come home pregnant. You got to be careful. They don't let you take care of that anymore here in Florida. I'd have to have a baby. Uh, I hosted the Valentine's Day event. At Gnarly Barley last night. How'd that go? It was okay. Just I'll be okay. honest, Just probably okay. one of the duddiest events we've had in a long time. And it wasn't really my event, so I don't feel that bad about it. But it was fine. I I'm flirted with a bunch of strangers and yeah, it was good. Did you do anything special for your Valentine on Valentine's no. Day that you can talk about on the radio? No, we did nothing. No? Scotty Scotty showed up to check in on me and it and he was kind of dead when he showed up, and he sat next to me under the tent, and I was in drag, and he never wants to kiss me when I got makeup on. Mm-hmm. So he was, and I was like, "He's not attracted well, happy to Valentine's woman Day to, to female Brenda." He is, but wow. not. Wow. I don't look like a woman. I just look like a hairy thumb, <laughs> you know, like in a dress. <laughs> that's not. That's not Scotty's bag. Um, anyway, you want to talk about news? Yeah, yeah. I Although do. I should say, our tickets are now on sale for our March events. Of Yoga High, that uh, if you have a medical marijuana card and you want to do some yoga and smoke pot legally, you can. And mm-hmm. we're and we're setting the stage for you to it's do over that. at the Acre. It is the Acre Orlando, not in College Park. Close enough, as the College Park Neighborhood Association was so nice to point out. It's not in College Park. Mm. It's it's in Lake Fairview, I guess, or Orange Fairview County Shores. Fairview. <laughs> But I don't care enough, so I'm just going to keep saying College Park. News! News! The cleanup continues at a local shelter after a big old fire. Oh, yeah. On Terry Avenue, downtown in Paramore. Yeah, Coalition for the Homeless had a big old fire. I don't know what caused it. So it's funny you say that, Brendan, because I don't know what day this happened. Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday last week. Yeah. And and I... Weekend-ish, maybe? Yeah, maybe it was on the weekend. I never read how it started either. Normally, Nobody said. And that's fine. Sometimes it takes time to figure out kind of what happened. But 
And I'm not saying something bad happened, but normally Sounds it's like, like that's what you're saying. No, I'm not. But sometimes it's <laughs> usually they say, you know, there was a fire in the kitchen, then it spread through the building, or there was an electrical fire. Like I didn't hear anything about I, how it started. I actually didn't even read that much about it. No, there wasn't I, that many stories. There was about a few. It. I mean, they 237 they, men were displaced by that fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they I had don't to know go where find they went. Other shelters to go stay at. Because most of the shelters are at capacity. Well, so they said there was a. House they said there was a church nearby like a somewhere in paramore that that opened up so they could stay at the church black bottom the one with no the roof? no 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 it, i think it was shiloh baptist i want to say oh. but i could be wrong i'd have to look on a map and and see so it's just cots and stuff yeah i mean i mean it's better than better than nothing is it yeah i mean I i'd rather know. sleep inside on a cot than outside not I'd probably rather sleep in a bush than in a big hall full okay. of 230 men on cots. Yeah, but anyway. away into the night. It sounds like a chorus. I, I think they, I don't know if they're reopened or not yet. They're not. They're no, still not cleaning yet. it up. And they're accepting cash donations and pillows, bed sheets, men's shoes, deodorant, razors, towels, and bar soap. I mean, that's a lot of people. 230 people is a lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think I see 230 homeless men just wandering downtown. I do. 230? I mean, I don't Different count them people? every time I drive around, but... You should do, like, a memory a, game and see if you can... Oh, there's, there's one. Uh, it's, it's funny you say that, because the other day, when, when my wife and I were driving down to go see that show at the Dr. Phillips Center, um, I, had, I was thinking about this when I saw a bunch of people underneath the underpass, but then she was like, I feel like I see way more people now than I did 10 years ago. And that's true. I, I know the numbers well, have risen. Well, 10 years ago, yeah, for sure. But the numbers have certainly risen, but... Women... Really, too. Yeah, families. I mean, the yeah. other day I was walking and I saw a family with two kids. Homeless? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And generally, when homeless, there's people, shelters that cater. Specifically I know, no, I know. But for some reason, there was like there was two kids with this family. Wow. <laughs> so it's it's. I know a it lot of them are worse. kind of Jesusy too. I remember when I was working for that art nonprofit that shall rename, remain nameless. Uh, you know, you had to go through like a Jesus crash course before you could get shelter at mm-hmm. a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a library where you could read up on Jesus and his role and, you know, accept them into your heart before you can be accepted into They're the shelter. They're not all like that. A lot of them are. Some are, yeah. I would probably venture to say 80% of the, the shelters... I'm just making that stat up. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Have to do with uh, church. It's yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's true. They right? feel a lot of churches feel it's their mission to help the homeless. Christian Service Center, mm-hmm. homeless. I, actually, Coalition I think is even based in. They may be. I, I don't know. I don't know. But Salvation anyway, Army. hopefully they can get back on track and helping folks. And are you, Are you following this hullabaloo with Visit Orlando? And, a uh, little bit, and, and with the text commissioner Linda Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not commissioner, representative. Representative. Senate, Sorry. No senate, no state senator. Oh wow, mm-hmm. I messed that she up. She was a commissioner. Okay, all right. Do you want to talk about? No, it? I don't know. You got I don't the notes know much. In front of you. I don't know much. So um, there was a, a lobbyist who. Oh wait, let me just read it. Okay, Commissioner Myra Uribe told Eyewitness News, who I copied this from, that there's going to be an audit. Uh, coming up, and and it was everyone saying it was going to happen anyway. They needed an audit because they go through millions of dollars, and they haven't had an audit since 2019. Mm-hmm. I think it was the last time. <laughs> Why aren't they getting an audit every year? Is what I have to say. Uh, 
but Commissioner Arube said it's because uh, it's even more pressing now because of this thing that just happened with this lobbyist who was supposed to represent the county's interest in Tallahassee, but also happened to be representing the Central Florida Hotel and Lodging Association. Yeah. So two clients who maybe don't have the same uh, needs. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah, and so that lobbyist, Chris Carmody, he wrote a Senate bill which would have made it harder for county commissioners to reduce Visit Orlando's funding. Yeah, so, um, he, so he had texted uh, Senator Stewart, Linda Stewart. Who said, apparently hey. said, write, it, write out this bill for me because uh-huh. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. And he did it. Yeah. A lobbyist mm-hmm. wrote out the bill. And then she brought it forth, put it forth, sponsored it to make then- it harder for commissioners to vote against defunding or taking away some money. So he was kind of undermining one client to help another client. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. A lobbyist being able... That's a lot of power. That that happens a a lot. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to say it happens a lot, but lobbyists sometimes write bills and whatnot, which is not a good thing. I'm not condoning it, but it happens. But the thing that happened with this one is that it was sort of found out because of text messages. And one of the text messages was something to the effect of, Try to keep my name off of this one with a Is smiley the face emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good luck. So Stephen Hudak, the reporter at the Orlando Sentinel, he was the one that somehow got the text messages because they're probably public record because she's a public employee. Uh-huh. Um, or and somebody. she's saying oh, no, she didn't mean through. anything by it. She was uh-huh. like, we needed it to happen. It's, it's a, a bad look. It's a bad look. It's a bad look yeah. for both of them. Uh, Scott Maxwell wrote kind of a scathing thing mm-hmm. about it, being like she was one of the good ones, mm-hmm. and now we're all nervous. And so the, the law firm that was in that that the county was using Gray Robinson to as one of their their uh, part of their law team or their lawyers they they fired him today oh yeah 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 I'm pretty sure I read something on channel I'll be honest that said they stopped using they're gonna stop using them probably for the best they're a powerful law firm here you could lose Florida. he could get debarred that's that. another possibility too yeah yeah, yeah they're they I, I did read that as well. I don't like that's kind of crazy, you know, because then it's like the the hotels are getting uh, tithed to support Visit Orlando too. So he's representing this client mm-hmm. that's paying for for one client, and then also representing the commissioners yeah. who are policing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross. And like the firm can probably do that because they have a lot of lawyers. Or, or employees that should be but, publicly but you disclosed. Probably gotta, you probably got to. You should not person. be able to get a public account. They shouldn't be able to lobby for county commissioners without having to provide an updated list of their clients. They probably do if they asked them. Maybe they I don't shouldn't know, maybe have to. Not. That's crazy. That should be provided immediately. I don't know, but if I'm a client, I don't. I don't need you to know that. But you're not I mean, a vested you public that. interest. You're you're vested in yourself. And representing yourself. But if you were going to be representing the city of Orlando and then a lobbyist who uh, also represents uh, Winter Park mm-hmm. and their interests, maybe they're not the best one to be representing maybe you, Maybe not. Well, that's why there's other law firms in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they should be have to tell you that. I don't know if it's in the interest of the lawyer, though. I don't know if it's they, not in the interest of the lawyer. I mean, I could, Who cares? It I'm should saying, be in the interest of the public as, good. But I'm saying, as an attorney, I can I can represent two different clients who have two different interests as long as I keep those separate. Not if they're in the same case. There's no. actually rules against no, that. No, not in the same. So case. this is the same case. But I can say, let's say, I could represent. He should be recused 
He wrote a bill. I'm That's not, a fact. I'm, not I'm, just saying, I'm just saying sometimes sounds like you're I'm saying law firms time. sometimes have multiple clients that sometimes they they're they're interested. Are you guys they, representing anyone? No, am I putting I you in a sticky no, situation? No, not at all. Okay. But I'm just saying, like sometimes I'm sure they represent a, a, a wide swath of, of people that sometimes their interests might might cross. That doesn't mean they can't have them as clients. It, it should be disclosed so the client can make that well, decision. What it should be is especially that they, if they're going to be in the same room together. You know? I, I think the person who is maybe in charge of that account should say, look, I'm representing this. I can't represent the county. It doesn't mean our firm can't, but maybe I shouldn't be the one. It should be somebody else at the firm. Well, at least in this case, it was him representing all of them, right? To my knowledge. Yeah. 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 He had a he had a, he had had a a foot. Gross. Bump. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> he was eating all of the pudding. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, they canceled the contract. The, the county did. Well, good. You know what? When we get back, let's talk about how uh, Orange County has some of the highest uh, rates for syphilis in, in the state. Uh-oh. <laughs> get yourself checked. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, what's up, man? Not much. How you doing, John? I am I am great. I am really, really great right now. But I got a question for you. All right. So let's say I get in an accident and I hire you, which I would because you're the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. How long is my case going to take? A day? A month? A year? So, you know, typical lawyer answer is it depends. But, you know, most cases probably take three to six months. Now, if it goes to trial, if it's more complicated, if you're filing a lawsuit, then it could take year, you know, a year or sometimes a couple years. Um, you know, most cases though, they resolve prior to filing a lawsuit. It usually takes around three to six months, but again, every case is different. It depends on the complexities of the cases. If liability is disputed, me, if the other side's saying they're not at fault or not. So there's a lot of factors that determine how long a case takes. Thanks Mo. And always remember injured on the go. Just call Mo. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival. Enzian is hosting the 2024 Oscar-nominated short films for the 19th consecutive year on February 16th. This is a chance for you to have the opportunity to see this year's selection of shorts in live action, animation, and documentary categories before the winners are announced at this year's Oscars. Kids under 12 can get treated to a special matinee showing of Puffin Stuff on Sunday, February 25th for free as part of the ongoing Peanut Butter Matinee series. Parents still got to buy a ticket, though, y'all. Music Mondays in partnership with Park Ave CDs will screen once this Monday, which tells the story of a vacuum repairman who moonlights as a street musician who collaborates with a beautiful Czech immigrant who sells flowers to compose beautiful songs of their blossoming love. For more information, head to enzian.org today. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Hey man, are you looking for a place that's not your laundry room or your kitchen table to do some work? Gotta get away from the kids? 
Credo Conduit is the co-working space you've been waiting for. You'll be surrounded by other creatives, entrepreneurs, coffee roasters, journalists, and nonprofit leaders who will help you celebrate your wins and help you with your needs to thrive and pursue a life of greater meaning, impact, and community. Go to credoconduit.com today to book a tour. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I'm the Bus, John Bustegger. And I'm a hot little tamale, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. Has anybody ever called you that, Brendan? A hot little tamale? No, they call me a hot big tamale mm. usually. Hey, that's a big old hot tamale. <laughs> Can I tell you a story about a guy from my... No, I won't tell it. All right. Never mind. We should probably tell people we are here at Superica. <laughs> we are. Superica, Winter Park. It's a Tex-Mex mm-hmm. restaurant. But not your mama's Tex-Mex. No, no. It's fancy in here. This is fancy. Well, not very too good. fancy, not too. too. It's fancy. like up, upscale casual. I did get like a whole cow here for, uh, for dinner. <laughs> you ordered short ribs, John? I did. And it is the size the of biggest a family portion. Yeah. That's like a Cornish hen. It's like Fred Flintstone's eating It is. Yeah, food it's here. very Fred Flintstone. Mm, You're right. It's very good, though. It's very, very good. That's so funny. I use MidJourney, the artificial intelligence image generator, to generate a picture of a paleo restaurant and it put Fred Flintstone and I wanted a caveman it was like a caveman paleo restaurant and he, there was a big old piece of meat right in front of him that's it mm, it's very good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll put some photos up it's it's fantastic oh yeah I'm stuffed though like we can't I barely dented this we they, had a lot of things we had appetizers we had chips and salsa yeah, we're bringing some boxes home for oh, yeah. sure oh yeah uh everything's been delicious I'm a big fan I can't wait to come back yeah what were we saying we were talking about news. Oh, yeah. Well, before the break, I let people know. Yeah, you did. Uh, you know, sexually transmitted diseases have been on the rise in the past four years. Really? In Florida or just in Orlando? Across the country. Ooh. There's been a massive spike in sexually transmitted diseases. Well, and specifically, you know, they're kind of leveling off now. Everything but syphilis syphilis yeah it's like a the world war people. one disease yeah i'll be honest i've had it before really yeah <laughs> okay i got a little shot in my butt and everything was great all right yeah <laughs> nothing to be ashamed of but the issue a is bit. a little bit <laughs> but it wasn't my fault it was <laughs> the other person's fault for not telling me but they were hot, so kind of <laughs> worth it, you know. <laughs> what? I don't even want to get into the the how that happened. So like, <laughs> what, what, I don't really know how it happened. Could have been What's anything. What's your story say about syphilis? Well, anyway, it's gone up eighty percent. Whoa, eighty percent spike between two thousand eighteen and two thousand twenty two. I guess they don't have the recent data. And then Orange County saw a 70% spike. I see billboards around town that say, like, syphilis can kill your baby or something like that. Have you seen well, that's, that one? that's the big thing is, like, you might not be familiar with the symptoms. And if you don't get it treated, and especially if you're pregnant, it can travel up your the umbilical cord and infect the baby. So they're seeing a spike in babies being born with syphilis. And if you don't treat syphilis, it can get into your organs. It can get into your brain. And you can cussing die yeah yeah yeah. it makes you go crazy there was a time where they thought the only way to treat it was like uh mercury or like 
like it was like painting like the silver oxide oh, did stuff it turn on you yourself? blue and stuff. Kinda, oh, yeah. There's crazy. so all kinds of movies about it. Mm. Uh, there's actually a really good one with uh, is it Emma Blunt, and it's like a western. Really, and she's she's out to try to find uh, her husband, or or the man who infected her. Uh, with syphilis. You don't know she has syphilis till the end. And then you're like, well, at this point, she's got to die. Because there, there was no treatment for it. There's treatment for it now. Don't be scared. But symptoms can be ulcers around your groin. Spots <laughs> on the your... the most we've talked about that. <laughs> spots. <laughs> Have you ever had an STD, John? Uh, I don't believe so. No. Ever, ever? I don't think so, no. Good for you. Well, you've been yeah. with your wife for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just a young thing. I'm a young... I'm a young head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not married, so things happen. <laughs> the longer you're alive, the more people that find you attractive, the more people you sleep with. So that's your probability. That's, that's, yeah, that's only, math right there. Yeah, it's math. Statistically <laughs> speaking, the longer I'm unmarried, the more likely I am to get syphilis again. <laughs> I'm a snack. You know, when I show up in drag sometimes, these guys don't know what to do with them. They themselves. don't know what to do with them. They, I don't know what to do when I see you in drag. Because <laughs> I look like a barnacle. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I looked like a sea creature come to life. There was a moment, actually, at Big Daddy's this Tuesday after bingo. I went to Big Daddy's, the karaoke bar. I found myself surrounded by four individually gorgeous men who all kind of had a thing for me. Wow. And they didn't know each other. They all just wanted to talk to me all at the same time. And I was a little overwhelmed. Well, you take advantage of that. Yeah. I should have asked them, which one of you has syphilis? Because you're out of <laughs> <you're> here. Out <laughs> here. <laughs> um, you want to talk about, let's talk about Shaquille O'Neal real quick. Okay. So uh, We kind of talked about him before when this was first announced. Well, right? we'll talk. It happened this week. So Shaquille O'Neal, legendary uh, NBA All-Star and Hall of Famer. Why do you have to talk about sports instead of syphilis? I'm just trying to change the subject. <laughs> but his his they call it the drip. <laughs> just so his number was retired. <laughs> yeah, at the Kia Center on I think it was Tuesday night. What's his number? I can't 32? remember. Thirty two. Okay. So uh, Shaq number. started his career in Orlando. He was drafted by Orlando back in I want to say first ni- draft pick. Yeah, yeah. I uh, ninety two. I think I didn't grow up here, but okay. Yeah. So when he was a, a he went to college, and then he got drafted by the Magic, and he played here for four years, and then he left here. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't win any championships here. It was kind of a big thing when he left. Everybody was upset, and he went to L.A., I think, after uh, leaving yeah. Orlando. And that's where his career really skyrocketed. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was a great player in Orlando, but he really took off in, that's in he did, L.A. That's what he did. Well, he the joined cartoon with, movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Shazam. No, right? What, well, yes. <laughs> Not, I wouldn't say oh. that did anything for his career. <laughs> Blue chip. Um, no, with Bugs Bunny. Oh, Space Jam. Space Jam. I don't Jam. think he was in Space Jam. He wasn't? No, I don't think so. Who Michael, was in Space Michael, Jam? I don't think he was. Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. He was in Space Jam. Oh, that's Anyway, right. the first Space Jam. So anyway, uh, he went to L.A., went to Miami. Eventually retired, and, and everybody loves Shaq, and he lived here for a long time. I can't even hear what you're saying because yeah, there's luchadors, luchadors fighting movie. each other on the wall. Yeah, this is in crazy. a movie. In a movie. Keep going. I'm going to get it. So he, he left Orlando. A lot of people were heartbroken, but then it came time to, are we going to retire his jersey? And uh-huh. a lot of people were- Took a long time. Well, it took a long time, and there were some arguments about this because Shaq was only here for four years. He didn't win an NBA championship here. 
And so a lot of people were saying, should we oh, retire this like he didn't this deserve no, he it didn't during deserve his it. time here, they because say. Because he didn't really make an impact. He did, though. I mean, he did. You could argue both ways. But a lot of times when people get their jerseys retired, they might have played somewhere for 10, 15 years, mm. and they took that team to the championship. And he just never did that here. But the Magic have never retired any jerseys. And so yeah, this, he's the he, first he's one. The first one. If they were gonna retire one, Shaq. why not him? Jack. Yeah, no, he's yeah. the one. Yeah. So and he's a DJ. There was yeah, and there was a little bit of controversy about it, but he was here, and I think What's everybody the loved it. Well, they're just saying nobody really deserves it because nobody's really won a championship here. Plus, he left after four years. Who's saying he doesn't deserve it? People who who don't know any better the, no, people just, who haven't earned it themselves no, are the, now saying people, he hasn't earned the it people are the people that are still upset that he left after after his four years here how long ago was that 30 years ago <laughs> yeah, yeah they could get over it that's ridiculous know. so i, man, I wish i wish all I went. straight man it's with true. nothing, better, nothing to better to do than curse at this poor um, man who was just doing his thing. So next time you go to the Kia Center, look up and you can see Shaq's Gosh. jersey there. Uh, can we talk about another sports thing? Sure. Duncan McGuire. Oh, man. So, ah. I, so I saw the... So so you can explain what happened. But, uh, I, I wanted to happened. call the article, Duncan McGuire's No Good Rotten Day. <laughs> so why don't you explain <laughs> what happened? Because it's a little confusing. So Duncan, I love Duncan the minute. He hit the he hit the field. He ran so fast the first few games with Orlando City Soccer. Mm-hmm. He was running. He'd be on the other side of the field before the other people got halfway. Like he was so fast, fast. people fast. could not keep up with him, and it was a pleasure to watch. Plus, he's adorable. Mm-hmm. I'd love me some Duncan McGuire. Okay, so he's a good player. Great. He got called up. He represented the national team. He was. Uh, uh, we were all very happy for him. And then all of a sudden, there was news that he was getting loaned to uh, the Blackburn, what is it, Ro- Blackburn Rovers uh, in England, which was a big career move for him, but like a big bummer for us because we were all really just getting to love Duncan McGuire. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and it turns out. This is crazy. This is crazy. So not only, so the first time it got, it hit. It hit, They had to hit the brakes because it turned out the team did not have the finances needed to pay the other team for his loan. The yeah, the team. Blackburn yeah. Rovers. Yeah, yeah. And so then the our Orlando City was like, well, we'll just do like a loan thing, and then you don't have <laughs> to pay for it, and you can just have them. We're excited to see him grow. Uh, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I owe you, and I yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like you owe us yeah. some cash. So I don't know what. Get it was. us next time. And so, right when they were, so they had to file the paperwork with the uh, the league, and instead of hitting submit, <laughs> they hit the save button. Oh man! And so they missed the deadline because the paperwork to submit to the league was just sitting in the ether. In the dra- it was in the draft folder. And they found out that it was in the draft folder, John, when Duncan McGuire was literally flying over to England God. to sign his paperwork. And so he was like, well, I could turn around now or go when he was in New York. And he just went hoping it could help. And so there's shots of him (laughs) hanging out at the airport. Poor Duncan. Looking sad. There's shots of him uh, in there because they couldn't even really talk to him. They were just like, sorry, it just didn't go through. The league denied their appeal. Yeah, they tried to appeal it. And they had already announced on multiple platforms that he was getting traded. And Orlando City has hired tons of new talent already. Like, we're really ramping up. And so we didn't think that he'd come back. Orlando City said, it's fine. 
Duncan, <laughs> this is your home. Please come back. We'd love to have you. And then that day when Orlando City says that, Duncan's manager takes to Twitter and says, does anybody in the MLS need a number nine? Oh, no. Which means another forward. Cause he was, so he was still trying to shop to find Duncan a new home even after Orlando City bent over backwards to help this kid get like yeah, move up in like might be a little and bring him too? back. Like, come on, guys. Duncan? Yeah. Yeah, of course he's hurt. Maybe he's like, maybe I don't want to go back to Orlando City. After well, because he was this. glowing up. I don't know what he said in the change room when he was leaving either. Maybe he was like, peace yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mother cussers, you know, like just, and just gang symboled something. Maybe he's just out. so hurt that he just can't come back to Orlando. He's not guaranteed as much time, I would think, either on the field. This Because they've got some really great talent, John. The issue is, though, he's getting paid a fraction of what he could be getting paid. And another team. I think somebody said he was getting paid seventy grand, and people who have less scores than him in the league are getting two million dollar contracts. Wow! And he's getting seventy grand. So all somebody had to do is hit submit. <laughs> all they, that is somebody must have lost save. their job. I think that's actually. I think well, that's a user. I think it was also their way out of it, the Rovers, because oh. I bet they still didn't have enough money even for that little trades deal, even mm. for that. Uh, the amended contract, it sounds like they're in real dire straits because the people who own that team are an Indian company. Mm-hmm. And India, the government, is cracking down on how much uh, companies can spend outside of the country. Ah. And so they're, and so their finances are kind of just stuck in limbo. That's crazy, though, to like want to go to England, be on the plane or, or on the way ah. there. And they're like, nope, psych. <laughs> in the end, I'm very happy Duncan's back because I love him so much. Mm-hmm. But there's a new forward who's gorgeous, <laughs> who's just going <laughs> to kick butt. And then, uh, and uh, what's this? And they have uh, and uh, Janssen's back. Who's he's my favorite. He's the Scandinavian. He's probably attractive angel. too. Oh, so handsome. Yeah. Where do looks rank on your? On, on your like, <laughs> if they're easy to watch, it's easier for me to get involved <laughs> in the game. I'll be honest. When I <laughs> I just did a. Uh, did we talk about what I did at the Kia Center? Uh, no. No. I learned how they turn over from a basketball court to the hockey rink. Mm-hmm. And for my TV show, and and so I joined the crews, which is an overnight third shift group. Nobody really spoke English, and it was so fun. Yeah, were you smoking cigarettes? You're like, I I gotta go on a smoke no, break, guys. This is how good of a job they are. They they like everybody knew their task and they did it, and they were happy and they loved their gig, and they were happy that we were there to like spotlight the work that they were doing. And everything has a place. It was very scientific. I was so impressed. And uh, but did you get to drive the Zamboni? I did get to drive the Zamboni. Did you sing the song? I want to drive the Zamboni. I did. No, okay. I didn't. But I was very excited. Good. And good, the, good. Uh, but I got to fold uh, jerseys for the hockey team. <laughs> you smell them. I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. I even said on camera. Your face I on even said on camera. Like, I could smell these skates. I want to smell these skates because <laughs> I love uh, Mazza. He's like a little scrapper on her team, and a uh, bird who's beautiful. Mm. He's got nice hair, <laughs> and he's tall, and he's one of our top scorers. I'm a big fan of Bird, but I remember their names. I hope all because the guys on the team hear this. They're not listening. Yeah, they are. No, well, I hope they if, listen to in the locker room. If they room, do though. listen, I, I want them to know I folded your jersey. <laughs> I smelt your skates. And one of you 
you. And I, I rubbed, rubbed it all over my body. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> which one? You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Find a little present in there. For me. There you go. I sharpened their skates. Yeah. And yeah. they won the next night, I think. They did. Yeah, they did. I was there. They did. I was there Friday night. Oh, my Two gosh. They were on a lose. They've been on like a 10 game losing streak. They've not been doing well. No, but they won the night after you rubbed your, your private My all junk over all there. over <laughs> <laughs> God, you're I love welcome. Bird. He's you're so welcome, pretty. Solar bear. Hey, you had a big fire in your neighborhood. I, I did. Oh yeah. So were that you was scared? Sun- no. Well, a little bit. On yeah. Sunday, we were driving back from um, like a Popka area, and I saw this like giant plume Huge of smoke. Huge plume. At like two in the afternoon, two three in the yeah. afternoon. I was like, well, I wonder where that is. And as we get closer to our house, I'm like, well, that's that looks like our house. Oh my god! And so sure enough, there was like a giant lumber yard, fried chicken, about two. <laughs> Probably two blocks from where I live. Yeah, it's not really a lumber yard. It's where they throw yeah. landscaping scraps. Uh-huh. And it's yeah. you, I've seen it from the road. I mean, uh-huh. it's just like you know stumps and trees and whatever. Yeah, it all gets ground down to make mulch. Uh-huh. And then there's like thousands of pounds of just dry mulch there. Which means I should go over there and get some free mulch. You probably, probably all gone now. So anyway, there's this giant like plume of smoke. And yeah. then, yeah, sure enough, it was on fire. On fire. And uh, there, there was a bunch of fire trucks over there for like a day yeah. and a half. Three alarm fires. Trying to put it out. They couldn't. It's all flammable material. Wood. And it's been pretty dry. Funny thing is, though, like, I didn't really smell like a campfire by my house. Like, I, oh, that's you'd, interesting. You'd think I would smell. Maybe it was so hot it Maybe. was going up past you. Possibly. I bet Possibly. everybody in a popka was eating s'mores yeah. the next day. I think it's out now, though. Uh, yeah, it took a while, though. It's kind of an industrial zone, so like nobody lived over there. I'm sure nobody got hurt. No, but as more people move to that area, mm-hmm. you know, like you're going to have conflicts like that with these with these large industrial spaces. I mean, I think over time, some of those large industrial spaces are going to become large industrial housing complexes. Yeah, but where do they go? What? Where do the things like that go? Farther out. But where? There's tons of warehouse space in Apopka. For now. For now. Apopka's one of the... It's actually, Apopka's not even that affordable anymore, the more people moving out there. No. No. St. Cloud's not that affordable anymore either. It's far out there, too. Uh, an SUV crashed into Warrior One Yoga. Which means all the ladies were emailing me today because they were Audubon very Park? impacted in Audubon Park. I saw it. I yeah. saw. Yeah, I, I was over there because I saw the West Two van <laughs> parked outside of the Lobos Coffee. It was a, a smash and run. Oh, really? They didn't steal anything. I don't know why I said that. It's a hit and run. Oh. Uh, so this SUV at like eleven thirty last night plowed into the front of Warrior Warrior One what, Yoga right by Red Light Red Light Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> About that time. I wonder if it was Tuesday someone I knew. Though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that was Tuesday. Right. You're right. So this was You're Wednesday. You're so drunk you don't remember the day. I was, I was close. That's why I went home. I was like, this, this is the time for me to leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, plus, I looked too pretty to uh, be in yeah, there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I was the street. calling a lot of attention. People, I had my, my shapewear on so you couldn't see my belly. What shape were you? <laughs> a pretty shape. How dare you? Oblong. <laughs> Quadrilateral. Um, what was I saying? Uh, SUV. Yeah. Oh, so it plowed in apparently. No, but there's no real footage of it. But someone did get footage of it pulling out, <laughs> dripping oil, and then peeling off mm. up the street. And then someone I think said that it was abandoned on the road really? nearby. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, know. that's somebody. Well, either they stole the car and, and somehow ran into it, but that's way off the street. Like, I think. I don't know drunk? what happened. I don't know how. So I don't. I don't know. It looks like it was straight on. So it was almost like maybe they were drunk, 
they parked their car in front and they just lost control of their car and it just went straight through the window? Maybe. I mean, but they're they not trashed the first yoga mats, so it's not like that. No, it's not like one of those. They, no, it wasn't. Things. I think it was just they just messed up. I don't think you could peel off from Corinne Drive and hit it straight on. No, like I don't that. think so either. So they must have been parked. Yeah. And then they just. I don't know. Maybe they were getting a BJ Maybe they or something, and they just got excited. <laughs> it, was and it was Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, it was Valentine's It was Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Right after hitting the foreigner right there, that restaurant. Maybe they had their, their foot right, on the right brake and, then, and then lost control. All of a sudden, they took their foot off Gosh, the brake. Gosh, we just solved the problem. <laughs> Why are we so we good at this? We should be. I Crime think we kind of detectives. Or science fiction writers. <laughs> Uh, top Italian restaurants, according to Yelp, were just shared. Did you hear about this? No. I think Fox 35 shared Go it. Go ahead. I just want to hear what you think. I just I think all these lists are kind of bogus. I know. Not, that I, not to say the restaurants aren't good. But Yelp is crowdsourced, so I don't really hate that. Go ahead. That. Tell, tell me where it is. Danito's Trattoria got first. I have no idea I didn't where know that, that is. is. Where is it? I don't know. I didn't Danito's? even look it up. Let me look it up while you tell me other ones. D, like... Like Eno, when you put Eno at the end, and it makes it like they're little Eno. <laughs> okay. Danino's Trattoria. I don't even know. Wait, D I D A D A. Wait, D A. Yeah, Dan. Dan. And then I N O S. Danino's. Danino's. Oh, Trattoria. Okay, all right. It's way south on John Young Parkway. That's interesting. V right. Pizza got second. Stasio got third. I like Stasio. Tornators got fourth. I was there today. Got chicken parm. An 1803 Pizza Kitchen got fifth. I've never eaten a pizza. I there. don't even think of them as Italian. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, well, we're almost out of time. Somebody feed Phil. New season premieres on Netflix on March 1st, and he hi- highlighted a whole bunch of local restaurants. Cool. I'm gonna burp. Including uh, a bunch at San P- uh, East End Market, Sampaguita, that Filipino uh, ice cream spot. Have you been there? I have not. I think you'll like it. Uh, and Bon Mi Boy in Tianhung Market. Cool. Yep, yep. Michelin just released five more local restaurants in their hotspots. Almost, actually, all of them are Asian, and almost all of them are omakase restaurants, which I found that interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I guess those are just the omakase ones that are opening to the fanciest ones. That's what everyone wants to see. Uh, and Mid-Dry Dive is about to open on Edgewater Drive. We're we'll talk about, about that about next that. week. Next yeah, week, yeah. we'll yeah, hold we'll, it over. Let's talk, let's talk about it next week. All right, All right. that's it. We got to go. Thank you to Super Rica. Yeah, for killing it. They did. They I'm did. really impressed. It's really, really I good. I didn't know what to expect. I know I came to the media night before. I didn't expect it to be this good. It's delicious. It's so good. Uh, I can't wait to come back. All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>